Hi, welcome. Hello, hello. <laughs> welcome to Light Podcast. Good to have you today. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for having uh, me. Thank you. And I'm I'm super excited because I'm having you, you know, the whole your movement. And I I want to put you on the spot, yeah. I want to put you on the spot before we get started. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, so um you know what you're one of the most um interesting and amazing voices that I, I know of, you know, when it comes to singing and all that. I, I really used to enjoy, you know, you worshipping. I'm like ah, this this small woman with this big powerful voice, yeah? So let me put you on the spot. You're just like just like a few seconds worship, yeah? Alright. Okay. Okay. We give you glory, Lord, as we worship you. We give you glory as we honor you. could go on and on and on and on and then you just get in the worship mood and that's all we do <laughs> okay okay I, I i'm so blessed i was super blessed you know that that's moment i was super blessed i feel like oh god oh god oh evan is here <laughs> glory to god so i'm happy to have yomi fair on today's podcast yomi fair welcome and i'm glad to have you um, so like every other person, you do most of the talking. I'm here to learn. I'm here to 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 learn, yeah, and enjoy discussing the Bible with you. So over to you and take us on this ride. 
<laughs> thank you so much, Ezekiah. Thank you, Living the Word. Thank you for this invite. I'm so honored. Okay, so I'm supposed to read from Teach, not either ways, <laughs> from Genesis 48 to Exodus 18. So, because we have limited time, and because uh-huh. of areas that I would like to touch on, so I will just pick some certain chapters so we would elaborate on that. Okay. I think I would like to start from Exodus 3 because, okay, I think I should start from Genesis 49. I just want to highlight something that I saw. Okay. I want to highlight something that I saw. And it's uh, it's part of the story of Joseph. And the fact that we, we all know the story of Joseph. Let's, let's go to mm-hmm. Genesis 49. Okay. But there. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm <laughs> the Bible I used to prepare is not the one I'm using today. So. Okay. Okay. I think it's yeah. It's Genesis 50, not 49. It's Genesis 50. Um, chapter 14 verse 14 rather it says um, can I read? yeah of course of course. it says after burying Jacob and I'm using the new living translation after burying Jacob Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all what accompanied him to his father's burial but now that their father was dead Joseph's brothers became fearful now Joseph will show his anger and pay us back for all the wrong we did to him, they said. So they sent this message to Joseph. Before your father died, he instructed us to say to you, Forgive your brothers for the wrong for the great wrong they did to you, for their sin in treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of God of your father, beg you to forgive our sin. When Joseph received the message, he broke down and wept. Then his brothers came and threw themselves down before Joseph. Look where your slaves, they said. But Joseph replied, Don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intend to harm you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, do not be afraid. I will continue to, I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. Okay, so what I would like to outline from that or highlight is the fact that unknowing to Joseph's brothers, they felt like he he, he had not truly forgiven them. Okay. And, that was beca- and that was because they knew the gravity of what they did. But one thing they also failed to understand is that Joseph would not have accomplished all he had accomplished or gotten to the height at which he got to if he had not forgiven them from the start because forgiveness has a way of clogging your sight it clogs every it clogs every every avenue 
to which you can receive from God. And so forgiveness is very paramount to our walk with with God and with other people because as much as we have received forgiveness for forgiveness from God, we ought to also extend that same arm of forgiveness to every other person. And we should because it's 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 not as easy as it <clears throat> it's not as easy as it sounds. Okay, forgive, forgive. No, it's not that easy but the truth is that if we re- if we remind ourselves that we are doing it for ourselves, but first to honor God, because that's what God says. It says, forgive. I think that's in Matthew Matthew seven, I guess. It says we should forgive those who have hurt us, and then we receive forgiveness from God. So, what I was what I was what I just intended to say here is that. Whatever wrong anybody has done to you or anything, you you should find a place in your heart, and that's the thing. It's not forgiveness is not is not is not is not easy. It's not easy to just say, "Oh, I forgive," and that's all. It's a process. But but the step to forgive is not is not really a process. It starts with saying, "I forgive so so and so." I forgive you, I forgive you, and you keep praying for them, and with time, you see how the love of God will overshadow you, and your, the ways that have been clogged through that of forgiveness will suddenly open. Yeah, okay. uh, talking, about, talking about forgiveness, um, I, 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 a lot of people have, I've, not a lot, but I've had a few people ask me, oh, okay, there's someone who I'm bitter about, and this person, but I've really yeah. forgiven the person. I, I I can't seem to let go of that bitterness. The 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 simple remedy that I would always want to give at all times is to pray for them. I mean, exactly. intentionally, they are good consistently. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it is possible to consistently pray for someone and mm. still feel bitter at them. I mean, pray for their good and still yes. feel bitter. Them. Because one way or the other, your mind has a way of wanting to see your prayer come to pass. Yeah, and yes. and all that. So I, I think prayer for those people are, is actually what is very important. And I, I love what you said. Joseph has given them that moves the clog, you know, the mm-hmm. the clog of will. I never saw it like that until you just mentioned it. That's that's strong. That's strong. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And speaking of clog, it reminds me of the story of Job. Can we can we can we read the story of Job for for yeah, yeah, we can. not the not the whole story though just <laughs> just a part of it because it says that when Job prayed for his friends when he did pray for his friends after then yeah. that was when everything he had lost came back came to back. him yes I I'm trying to look for that place or maybe we shouldn't read it so that we would not spend much time but if okay. if what is um, um, I, th- I think it's the last chapter of Job. Yes, yes. So I, I said I would not um, spend too much time yeah, on okay. it because there are still other aspects. So I just wanted to just mention yeah. that, just to emphasize the fact that unforgiveness blocks everything that God would have to communicate to you. It clogs blessings, as we've said. Okay. And thank you for that. Thank you for for reiterating the fact that 
we need to pray for people that we feel bitter against they might have done things to us that are legitly legitimately um, um wrong and yeah. everybody can see that this this thing is obviously wrong and you are right everybody knows you yeah. are right however that you are right does not mean that that is that is what is obtainable as a christian to live in you know, forgiveness and bitterness you just have to pray for the person all the all yeah. the things you are praying for yourself pray for the person if you know you are going through something pray for them and consciously when you see them not as a fake gesture but try to um, be free up around them okay so let's move to the next thing so reading to exodus ex- yeah exodus exodus chapter 3 Okay. Yeah, and this part is very, this part is very personal to me. As a matter of fact, everything that I highlighted here, there are things that have, that God has at one point in time spoken to me about because they just, in a way, just mirror the the kinds of. I think not just for me, but for for, but for people in their own different lives and in certain aspects of their lives. So in Genesis three, Exodus three, rather, it says. In, because I don't want us to read the whole thing for that because of yeah. time. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um. Um. Sorry. Okay. Before you go down to Gen- um, Exodus three, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me just um say something I I saw in Gen um, Exodus um one. Okay. Uh, okay. No Exodus. Yeah. So that we we know that we've passed there and we've gone. Okay. Simply about, simply about, it's something a lot of people know already, but just in case of those who do not know it, um, about the birth of Moses. Mm, yeah. And um, one thing that I've always enjoyed about it is how the fact that the bed knew that there was something special about Moses. Mm, and yeah. it, there were a lot of Hebrew boys being killed at that period, but mm. something struck me was the fact that she knew that there was something important about this mm. man called um, if we mm. must um, the beginning it says that so the woman conceived and bore his son and when she another translation says um, um, you know different different words for the beautiful there but an important child basically a comely child, a good child, that is something about this boy. She hid him, and when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark, an ark of fishes for him, put the child in it, and laid it by the mm. Um, Two things. First, she was able to know, she had an in spirit, to know that mm. there was something special about the child. It wasn't just about, oh, I don't want them to keep. No, it was about. There was something special about this child. Mm. And two, she trusted enough that if he, if he um, puts him in the river, he wasn't going to die. Like, like there was another alternative for her. For me, I saw that as trust in God. That God, I'm committing yeah. this boy into your hands. Yeah. In Whatever is going to happen to him, I trust you. And you, you mm. see that trust. His sister, as um, Moses' sister, Maybe. following through. Uh, Miriam falling through with the baby it was it was let's see where this baby is going to lead like somebody's going to pick up this child like something is going to happen to this child but mm-hmm. it's not death there was just that intru- uh, um, knowing and for me 
I think that's a message to a lot of us, us Christians, especially for those of us going into family soon, going to get married one time, become mothers or fathers. We can we can be more than the ordinary. We can have a discerning spirit and know and know about our children before they even come. Mm. And to trust God that we can put them in the right place part time. I mean, putting that child in the right giver after three months was the right time and right place. And we can be able to trust God. Now we have the Spirit of God. He can help us through knowing the right place, the right time, you know, uh, um, regarding our children, what we can do about them and being able to discern mm. our children. I, I don't understand if. I don't know if you understand what, what, yeah, what I'm saying there. Yeah, I do, I do, and and that's that's so profound. And what what even struck me the most was the fact that not only did um, Moses' mother knew who Moses was, or just had an inkling that he was not an ordinary baby, his sister mm. too knew, because mm. he, she told the girl to stay back and watch Moses, and she was so brave. He said. When mm. um, when the when the Egyptian um, when the Egyptian's daughter Pharaoh's daughter came to have a bath, she yeah. was so brave. She she walked up to them. She was like, "I would I would go and get you a uh, a maid to take care of the baby." Where where did yeah. she get that from? As like a, I, it was a secret. Like they knew. Like, there was something yeah. just special about. Like yes. It's so it's so profound, so profound. There's just mm-hmm. something about there's something about knowing who you are. There's something about knowing about knowing the things what? that have been put in your care. Mm. Mm. All right, so let's fly to Exodus three. Okay. Wow, wow. That that just that just took me took me off my feet. Okay. Mm. So, okay, so, yeah, man, that part's still in my brain. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry. The Bible I used to prepare is not what I'm using to search, so it makes it more difficult. Okay, it's um, ex- Exodus 3, verse, verse 7. Verse seven. So, oh, okay. Let, let's start from four. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, "Moses, Moses, here I am." Moses replied, "Do not come closer." The Lord warned, "Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground." Okay, don't, don't let me read your thing because of time. Then let's go to seven. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I'm aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Then 11, 11, which is, okay, 10. God says, now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. Then 11, which is where I am going to exactly. It says, Moses protested to God. It says, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? Then God said, I will be with you. 
and this is the sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, If I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask, What is his name? Then what should I tell him? Then God replied, Moses, I am I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am I am hey, this is factor. Eh? I am, <laughs> I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Okay, let me let me skip to the other part I'm going to. Then it says, um, I'm sorry. There was a part. This Bible, uh, there was a part where Moses told where Moses told God that I'm I I don't know how to talk. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm my I'm a stammerer. My my. Wait, chapter four. Okay, chapter Verse four. Okay, okay. It says, okay, I can't find it. Verse what? Verse 10. Okay. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, and my words get tangled. As in, this, this, this Moses' excuses are so genuine and they are germane but mm. what i'm trying to outline from everything because this actually speaks to me and i believe that this is also for somebody we we always find excuses to say god i'm 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 not good enough i'm not that intelligent mm. I'm, I'm the smallest I, mm. I I don't know too much. I'm not even that wise. I can't even I can't even make correct decisions at this point. I can't even do this. How do you want me to do that big thing? But I'm just here to tell you today that God, when when God told you to do something, when he when he told you, when he gave you that instruction, he factored in all all mm. your weaknesses. Yeah. All all of your weaknesses. Mm. And and this because the scripture God gave me when when I was having this conversation with God late last year and beginning of this year, like January beginning time, was because I'd been for years God had given me the scripture of um um first is it for Second Corinthians ten nine or nine ten, I don't remember which one. But we it's very popular, we all know it that God's power is made perfect in our weaknesses. It was like um, Paul said that he had been given it a thorn in his flesh and all that, and he tried so hard to just to just remove it. But God says, "No, keep it there. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is 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 made perfect in your weaknesses." And I struggled so hard for for years and years to understand what that meant. Because uh. does it mean? Does it mean that I'm I'm this I'm struggling with something and so and so that thing should remain there 
as in i don't understand but what god is saying is that and i just i came to i'm still meditating on the scripture to understand further what it is but i feel like for this season what god, what god had me understand is that if you are struggling with something that you believe that is in the way that is, is in the way of god's assignment for you god is saying that first of all rest rest in the fact that i am stronger than you rest in the fact that i gave you i've given you the ability to surmount all this he says my grace is sufficient for you mm. my grace is sufficient for you meaning that you can surmount that weakness you it can it can turn into a strength that weakness itself will now be your strength mm. for for instance for for in, okay let's let's take moses for example moses on uh, in in a normal on a normal day you should not even be a leader of anybody because peop- the first thing people look out for in a leader is being able to speak well is being articulate is being is having that poise and all that um charisma but that exactly is what was missing but if god if god has given you an instruction it would always provide it would always provide and so speaking of provision he says then the lord asked moses who makes a person's mouth who decides whether people speak or do not speak hear or do not hear see or do not see is it not i the lord now go i will be with you as as you speak and i will instruct you in what to say that's what is going to provide then moses again pleaded lord please send somebody else up there god i know if you do this thing i cannot be talking then <laughs> then the lord became angry with moses and said all right what about your brother aaron the levite i know he speaks well and look he's on his way to meet you meet with you now he'll be delighted to see you talk to him and put the words in his mouth i will be with both of you as you speak and i will instruct both and i will instruct you both in what to do aaron will be your spokesman to the people he will be your mouthpiece and you will stand in the place of god for him telling him what to say Mm. So I I I believe that for every instruction that God has given you it can you cannot I don't the devil knows that the instruction God has given you has is um, has advantages and is supposed to take it to the next level so therefore it would always bring obstacles your way genuine obstacles that look unsurmountable that look like yeah. and they are genuine excuses things that yeah. you know that okay i i can't do this i can't it's not possible look at me now look at what you've given to me look at the promises you've given to me and all that but god is saying if you can if you can just trust in me trust in me and i would provide hmm. and one i want thing about trust with god and it is one of the things that is that has been missing in our walk with god and that i've seen over time is that while we say we trust in god it's not that our trust is not in our actions in the sense that we do not listen to get instructions from god because if god says go 
he has to instruct you as to how to go the go you can't just say okay god has told me to go and i start going on my go myself it's not possible so you you have to and, and that's what trusting is it means you tr- it's taking you in in every way and, and we know how long the process was before moses brought out Yes, Moses in quotes brought out the people from the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. It was it was a long process, very long. But when God came mm-hmm. to meet him, it was seemingly like a piece of cake. Like I'm going to take him part of Israel. I'm out of Egypt, putting people in the land, mm-hmm. flowing with milk and honey, blah 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 blah. And there were so many challenges on the way. But God knew that and he factored all that in. So you need to trust in him. Mm. And, and and this speaks to me myself as I'm as I'm saying all this. It's just coming; they are coming right back to me because these are one of the things that I believe that is missing in our Christian work: our ability to hear from God and and follow instructions at every given point in time. And it's those instructions that really, really, that really, really matter because you can get a word from God, a very good word, like you are healed. You you lack nothing good. This and this. Lord is my shepherd. And strong words, even words that are directly that directly speak to your circumstance. But if you do not sit at the feet of God and take those words in prayer, it's not just about confessing. You need to confess. You need to pray. You need to meditate. You need to praise. Everything goes hand in hand. And it's until you, when you do that, you get instructions, and with that, you're able to move along the way. That is why the Christian walk is not for Sunday. The Christian walk is not for only when you have a need, because you would always need God at every point in time. Mm-hmm. At every point in time. Like, like well, we're in the story of Moses now, and we think that Moses has God all figured out. Moses was the one that put, he put his staff down, he turned to snake, he... He did some kini kini kini. There was something, there yeah, magic in quotes. Magical things happened. He, he made um, water part in two. Different, different things. There was manna. There was diff- you would expect that he already knows God. Like he and God, there, there can't be there can't be any issue. But it goes to show that you need God at every step of the way. The first time he went to strike the rock, Moses. If we remember the story, he, he struck the rock or struck the rock. The second time, God said, "Speak to it." It's instruction. It's just simple as that. The first time was strike the rock. The second time was speak to it, meaning that you cannot, you you cannot, you cannot take God, this God of the last season, and think that it's going to work the same way this season. You need to listen, and that is humility. That is what God tempts us mm. humility. The fact that you recognize that He is Lord. Lord mm. Lord means Lord means Oga in our own yeah. term here. He means boss. And what, what do bosses do? They give you instructions, they tell you what to do. And and why do you do it? It's because you know they know better. That is why they are the boss. And so so when True. we think that so when we think that you are Lord, it means that my desires, my 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 passion, my my goals, my ambition, everything they are with you. I surrender them to you. You are Lord. You just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Mm. And and you know, I'm afraid we see we see just like you just said, we see the the everyday I mean maybe not everyday but 
um, Moses is kind of like a, a shadow of um, a lot of believers today, just like you yeah. said. Um, yeah. I, I sense that he's calling a lot of people, even in this season and time, um, mm-hmm. calling them into the ministry, maybe as pastors, teachers, evangelists, music ministers, um, um, givers, um, counselors, into different areas of ministry. And, and every single one of us always have this same common thing with Moses. Number one, at the time that God called us, many of us, maybe not all of us, but many of us were not ready. We're not ready, we're not worthy, we're not deserving. Mm. We didn't seem like, mm. like God, you mean me? Like, I mean, you mean me? Mm. You know, I, 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 I usually like to share the story of, of um, when I had my encounter with God, when God called me and I mean, so 2012, I gave my life to Christ January 2012. That mm-hmm. same year, God had called me, and I'm like, really? The same year, like, um, I had an encounter where I heard God, just like the way He spoke to Paul. I mean, a mm-hmm. light shining in my home, and it's physical. Wow. It was physical. Wow. It, it wasn't this voice kind of experience, yeah? Mm-hmm. But it's still me that didn't know anything. I remember that. No, that was the time, the same time, that was the time that God called me Ezekiah. And that was where I got mm-hmm. the name Ezekiah from. I can remember very well that at that point in time, I had never read the Bible and seen the name Ezekiah. Yeah, I wow. never saw the name Ezekiah. In- and God said, oh, your name is Ezekiah. And I'm like, who the heck is Ezekiah? Like, <laughs> where is it from? No, 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 no. I remember very well. The pictures are so real. I remember when I was arguing with God, and I said, "No, God, not Ezekiah. Who is Ezekiah?" Because in my mind, Ezekiah must have been a bad person in the Bible because nobody is being Ezekiah that I know. Yeah. And I kept arguing with you. So I I I couldn't argue anymore. And then I went on Google. That was, of course, the only place I could check. I didn't know anywhere in the Bible. And I started. And I saw I saw who Ezekiah was. They said First Kings, and I went to First Kings, and I started reading about him. Point is. I didn't know anything, mm. but God still called. Mm. Moses didn't know anything about God. In fact, Moses was with Jethro, who wasn't really a believer. Yeah, it, yeah. So God called him out from darkness into light. Mm. And Moses had excuses. He had excuses. He said, who, who am I? Who am I? Like, who am I, Moses, that you would call me? Who are you, God? I don't have a relationship with you. I don't really know you. So who are you? Uh, um, the people do not listen. I mean, what if I don't do well? What if, I, you know, I, I can't talk well. Ah, what if I fail? What if I cannot do the ministry? What if I cannot pray well? Ah, this, you know, several questions. And the truth is, most times, just like Moses, after God has giving us answers to all our excuses, say, well, God, I'm still not doing. Please send somebody else. It is just typical example of what we see in the Christianity today. That's Moses' story, the beginning of Moses' story. And I think that we should also do things that Moses did and just follow through. At the end of the day, after all your excuses and all your trying to check if you measure up or do not measure up, I think the best thing to just do is to follow through because there's there's an Aaron, there's an Aaron somewhere that God has prepared, just yeah. like you said. Yeah. I got you know for the person that can meet up to what you cannot do. Mm. Yes. It, it's just very simple. God has made that provision. I may not be I may be I might be eloquent but not be good with um leadership building relationships. 
or, or leadership or or singing or be so god connects those people to you exactly. so that you can achieve it, mm-hmm. take your eyes away from you and look towards god and of course you know you just find yourself flowing along with him just mm-hmm. like you said following his instruction and flowing along with him i i think that you know this is a strong message for whoever is listening to and i know that there are a lot of people that will listen to this podcast and this is the situation where they find themselves mm-hmm. and they are really wondering did God really call me or am I sure or this and you're doubting because maybe because you're even still struggling with sin mm-hmm. and God is calling you despite the father <laughs> struggling with sin and yes I know you're struggling with sin but I need you I mean yeah. I have a job for you mm-hmm. don't worry along the line you're going to drop that sin because I need you to drop that sin and do this job and you're like ah God I'm still struggling with sin I still I still did this sin yesterday and God's saying yeah don't worry don't worry you're going to get it all off and get it all off just stand up follow me follow my instructions follow my word and that thing um you're going to deal with it because i know that i'm going to connect you to a man that will teach you but you will hear a particular message now you know god just has everything connected so if god has called you please drop your yes and just say yes it just all starts with a yes say yes lord and that's it yeah and 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 that's that's so profound and i believe that because some people might be listening and be like me i don't have ezekiah's experience so like no no angel came to appear to me or anything how do i know that god has called me but i want to let mm. you know that if you are a christian you're already called to the ministry of reconciliation meaning that you are a son of god and god has a purpose mm. for you you're already called mm. Because because of our differences, God has God deals with all at and God deals with each of us differently. And so, do not compare yeah. your experience to that person's experience. Like for for Ezekiah now, he needed that experience because a random message would have would have probably not even gotten him saved or gotten him to this point of conviction in his heart. Like someone like yeah. Paul, like Paul in the scripture now, the only way. I believe that God knew that he could turn him over was to have um had an encounter with God like that. However, we other people you would have an encounter that you want to term regular, but you know this encounter is not regular. Yeah. But because everybody, I believe strongly that every Christian you it might not be it might not be an out of body experience. It might not be a, it might not be spooky. But you would have yeah. had an encounter with God that you would have said that oh this way I have to follow God I can't go back anymore. Yeah. Every Christian would have had to come to that point, and 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 because we've been speaking about um, following instructions and all that, and in a way it's tilting to um, how to be led and all that. So I don't want to, yeah. I don't take it on that part. I want us to check. Exodus 18, which is the last um, chapter. I wanted to say something in between before, but because we we are already touring this way, I don't want to distract us and then go back. So, as much as as much as God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit, which is the primary way He speaks to us, that's the primary way yeah. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit in our spirit, in our spirit is a is a still small voice, and you would only learn to know the still small voice by obeying the still small voice that is the only way that is the only way mm. you would only learn to recognize the voice by at every for every time 
the voice comes up very still and small i don't know how i want to explain it but it is still <laughs> it's still small and gentle so with, with time you'll be, mm. you'll be able to discern if it's if it is you or god that are thinking that thoughts or it's coming from the devil or <clears throat> or is mm. god himself and the what what i gauge my own with is that or probably i'm 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 in a very weird place and god wants me to pray and i and i sense in my spirit to pray i know that it could not have come from the devil would know me to pray at that point because yeah or or maybe so you'd be able to or sometimes it can it can also be your mind that's like oh we are scared we are scared let us pray you know that oh this is fear this is coming from my mind regardless i'll pray but i know that i can't pray i miss you understand so at different point in time it's not and it's not restricted to prayer it we might be mm. it might be at work with your colleagues it might be in school or something god god wants you to do something oh pass this road don't go that don't go that way do this don't do that little by little you listen to god or you are very angry and you want to really say your mind you want to really really say as you feel but you know deep down that this thing i want to say go down you you'll be like i, I don't mm. i don't i don't want to be seen as a fool but god is like be a fool for me for me just be a fool yeah. for me yeah. i will glorify you later just just here be humble yeah. honor me i'll glorify i will glorify my name just honor me so i don't know why i'm tilting to this side but i <laughs> so i i believe that was for somebody so um yeah i would want us to go to exodus 18 because i would want to talk about um because you, you mentioned jethro moses father-in-law yeah. Still speaking on yeah. still speaking on God's leading. Jethro I I don't want to read this whole thing because time is really running fast. J- um mm-hmm. Jethro came to visit Moses for the first time because he had heard everything that God had been doing through Moses um, the coming out of Egypt, water parting, everything, everything. They've heard the gist. They're like, ah, God is with that guy. Great. So he's doing so many wonderful things. He's heading a 10,000-seater church. Everything is moving. <laughs> and then somebody comes from nowhere. He's not, he's not a Christian. Even if he's a Christian, he does not really know much about ministry, quote, and all that. And then he sees, just what sees Moses. Um, judging the old people, sitting all of them down. Well, then after I told him, well, guy, okay, Moses, if you keep doing this, you will wear yourself out and you will die. What I advise you to mm. do is to delegate this duty. First of all, teach the congregation the general word, the instructions of God. And then you would appoint mm. people that that uh as leaders to them to be judging the um, small small matters but the one you you sit down as appellate court so whenever they are matter whenever mm. they cannot resolve the matter you will be their supreme court you understand exactly all this yeah. did not come from god directly it came from mm-hmm. somebody that you would have tempted mm-hmm. to be a pagan someone that doesn't know anything so in in mm. in how god leads us like I said, primarily the way we are led is through the Spirit of God. But because at certain point in time, God will direct people 
to come into our lives to 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 lead us in the way because they because those people are wiser and they have experience and they they know things yeah. they know things that you do not know which is why you have to be humble this is not to say that every every tom dick and harry that comes to you and says do this do this you not say oh okay 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 because i'm humble i want to listen to them or i don't want to that's all we are talking about it's still if you if you are led by god primarily you'll be able to discern which instruction is the one you are to follow apart from the one that god has spoken to you in the word and in your heart so one of the point I'm trying to make now is to have a humble heart. To have a humble heart to to be able to recognize what God is saying part time, which also which also reiterates what I've been saying. The fact that you need need that need is in caps. I'm shouting in caps. I'm shouting at the top of my voice that you need you need God at every point in time. What I tell myself every day is that. I need God today more than I did yesterday. And yesterday's instruction was for yesterday. I need a fresh one today. Today, what would you have me do today? This today. At every point in time, it, it's it's a conscious effort. It's a conscious effort that leads to eventually being something in your subconscious if you keep doing it over and over and over. And because you know at the back of your mind that you need God if you if you understand the depth of what I'm, it's, it's very simple. What if you understand the, the depth of being needy, being being dependent, being solely dependent on God, you would understand that you can't you can't just do anything on, of your own. Um, Jesus mm. said in John, I forgotten. I'm not good with verses. I know them, but I always forget them. Jesus Jesus said in John that. I I do not speak of my own. It's whatever the Father says that I do. Yeah. I do not have. A, I do not just think. I don't. I don't just say anything of my own. But it's whatever the Father says that I say. It's whatever I hear Him do that I do. So, which also, if Jesus can say that, who are we? Not to not to not uh-huh. to think that. And this thing, this thing is very subtle. We think that not. Your your act of being like no, I would not pray about this. There's no need for prayer on it. Is is an act of pride because you mm. all mm. the fact that you wake up in the morning and you do not deem it fit. Day, I have to greet God. For me, for mm. me, for me, it's just it's just honor. It's, it's honor. It's it's reverence and it shows. It shows need. It shows dependency. If because do you know that you would not go to an exam hall if you're okay, if you're a serious student, you would not go to an exam hall without reading. And you know that uh-huh. you know that if you do not want to die, you have to eat. So uh-huh. you know that before you go out in the in the morning, I can't do anything. I can't even press my phone. Without first of all speaking to God, because I need Him, and this this oh. this need will would not come of it will not come from a place of just that I want to be receiving from God. I want to be collecting material things from God. There is this hunger. There is this. There is today. I was this week. I was still speaking to God because I had some different things come come my way, and 
when when I when I thought of I just had the thought of of me just um staying with God and worshiping and there was this warmth that surrounded my body because I and I love that feeling. I love that feeling so much. The feeling of of just thinking of God, of just thinking of being in his presence and worshiping and and just and just being there and just listening to him and, and warmth just washes through your body because because you, you can you know that you are not alone and that was what God told Moses I'm with you I am with you just go you don't I don't it does not matter whether you can talk well or you can't talk well let me send you just go I am with you and I've been I've, and that's one of the things I've been teaching myself in these times that God says is with you begin to begin to try and understand or be 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 conscious of that that God is with you. I hope I'm making sense, and I'm not just I'm not just touching different. Of course, of course. Just, I, I'm I'm just. No. And these things I'm saying, they are, they are they are just thoughts that have been in my heart for for the longest of times because this is this are the, this are the um, conversations mm-hmm. I have with myself every day. So it's not like I have it's not like yeah. I have attained. I'm just taking I'm taking everything yeah. through the process of how over. These are conversations that a lot of people that will listen to this um, podcast would would currently, I'm I'm very certain, be having, yeah. you know, and and that there's someone else who is having that conversation uh, or these conversations also just would be hope to a lot of people and knowing what to do, which is to follow, yeah, yeah. Um, to follow. You know, um, one of the things that I've learned in the few years I've spent with God is even in the points when you doubt, follow. Yeah. And that's why, that's, that. remember that your status, um, that's why it, it resonated with me a whole lot because it was just a reminder to me about some of the key things that has really helped yeah. me and it's simply mm-hmm. to say, I remember in my eight years of um, being a believer after the encounter and everything, my, my favorite music um, person, the music minister was Israel yeah, Olsen and I, yeah, I enjoyed Israel Olsen um, beyond just the worship. Mm-hmm. I also used to, because my favorite, I don't want to just hear worship, I want to also listen to your sermons. Yeah, yeah? Currently, Stephanie Gretzinger is my favorite and I've listened to the, uh, uh, one of our sermons, the one that I have access to. And I remember that one of the messages that Israel Olsen preached then that I really listened to and enjoyed was the message called The Power of Yes. It had part one, so you should still be on YouTube. You can, um, for anybody listening, you can check it out. The power of yes. And the simple thing he said in that message was that all you just need to do, first of all, in your work with God, is to take the yes out of the way. Like, take that yes, settle that yes, know that this word called yes is settled. Whatever you want to do, yes. Whatever you have me do, yes. Do you need me? Yes. Do you want me to do this? Yes. Is there? Yes. So now let's talk about other things. So it's no matter of you, will I, will I, no, will I, no, no. Yes, it's settled. Let's talk about other things. And that was one of the key things for me. And all through working with God, the question, the answer is yes. Um, son, I want you to start this. Yes. Before I even think about it, wait, so how do we want to do this thing? Yes. I remember when we started our physical fellowships once in a month and God was away from my current location. I was like, yes. And then just later I thought about that. Wait, come, where will you see money? Where will you see people? I mean, if it is around my location, it's very easy for me to have people from church support and everything. 
but far away uh, good but i'd already said yes and this is one thing i do when i say yes i take action immediately so i tell my people immediately okay this is what we're doing next and then all of us start thinking of how we want to make it happen so point is the work with god is just an obedient work it's it's it is it is settling the yes just know that the yes is settled and then trusting him to guide you through the other things is it, just it's not as simple as it sounds but that's that's just what we have to do so take the yes out of the way know that yes is settled it's no longer a question of yes or no or maybe it's yes for what next yes what now yes but me you know and and, and uh, so uh, yeah you've been making a lot of sense I, I think that's you know God actually just wants us to talk about these things at uh, this podcast and it's not really about the essence of all this is for people to be blessed it's not really about saying oh chapter 7 mm-hmm. chapter 6 if this is how we blessed tonight um, or, or today um, I, I think I think the people are already blessed already we, we've shared a whole lot that has blessed people already certain and, uh, and yeah I wanted to mention no, no, yeah. you, you can go on. Okay, yeah, I wanted to mention something you said about um, um, Exodus okay. 18. Um, when you talked about that um, God speaks primarily through yeah. the Holy Spirit. And God can also speak through people. Um, sometimes through elderly people, sometimes through friends. God can yeah, speak through yeah. people, yeah? But one thing I, I saw about, um, one thing I saw about um, Jethro was, um, um, I think the last, um, okay, verse... Um, Verse 23, Jethro told Moses after he advised him, he said, if you do this thing and God so mm. commands you. And that, that, made, that made a lot of sense to me because sometimes we can look at Jethro as Moses' mm. father, yeah? And we can look at ourselves and as believers, we have mm. spiritual fathers, we have mentors, we have people advising us, advisors, instructors and all those things. And they might be giving us advices and all that, but... Jethro's father just shows us the right thing. If God so commands you, um, yes, you, you've given an advice. What mm. is God saying? So there's some people that say, "Oh, my, my father or my mentor or my pastor said this." But God, that's it. Mm. But you have to be sure that it is God that commanded you. Anyways, um, you have to be sure that it is God speaking to you. If you have two different instructions, my point is. Get advice, but get God's opinion. Uh, not opinion, get God's... Um, instruction. Um, approval. Instruction on those that... Approval, yes, approval of that advice. Um, the Bible said... I, I can't remember exactly where I heard this thing. The Bible said in the middle or... In the, in the midst of multitude of counsel. He didn't say that the multitude of counsel is the safety. He said in the midst of yeah. it. So you have to find the safety... That is, you have to find the counsel in the midst of the multitude that mm. is safety. It's not like all the counsel is safety. It's like you find the one. But if you have a lot, there is one of you that is safety and uh, that is safety. And I think Jethro's father, um, um, Jethro rather, just shows us how to find that safety, which is if God so commands yeah. you. And um, is if you look at the next thing that happened, Moses followed the advice. The Bible didn't say Moses prayed. Um, because sometimes some counsels come and you know, sometimes there's a knowing, you know that this is appropriate to God's standard. This is appropriate to what God will have yeah. you do. Don't waste your time. Follow. Exactly. Yeah? That, in fact, that is, that is the point. 
point and that is and that is one of the things that that status you saw was talking about the fact that you'd you'd have yeah. things you want to do or that you have goals and all that or things that or things that people have told you to do, advising you, but you be like, no, I want to first mm. seek the face of God in quotes. So you want to pray and fast for yeah. one, two months, three months, while the time is ticking. And what you are, what you are doing is time bound. You need to take action. You need to take swift action. All you need to know is that if the spirit of God within you is not saying this is not the thing, go ahead to do it. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Because if you are doing, if you are doing, if you are about to take the wrong step, you would know. Because you would not, you, number one, you will lose your peace. Number two, that small still voice will be tugging you from your belly that this, this is not the right way to go. This is not the right way to go. This is not the right way to go. However, the things that happen to us is our own personal fear. That's what really holds us down. But we now use the fact that I want to seek the face of, of God as, um, as an excuse that oh <laughs> let me just let me first pray about it let me you know let me give God. oh God as far as you know in your spirit that God is not God is not saying that um, don't go there or you don't feel a restriction go ahead go mm. ahead and do it because in the end in the end you this is why many Christians allow unbelievers to make a mockery of our faith because they, 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 we preach mm. a lot, we say different things, fancy words, fancy experiences, without any, without anything to show for it, and that's because we we you allow people to say that our prayer our prayers are wasted, our prayer is wasted. Why? It's because we do not follow instructions. We do not follow instructions. We're always waiting. Mm. We're always waiting. We want to we want to still have. 10 hours of prayers to confirm and that is why I said you need need God at every point in time if if you are consistent with your work with God you will know the right thing to do there's no there's no two way about it and the only way to start to 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 start hearing from God the way you wish to is to is to start is to start reading your bible is to start praying at every point in time worship when you need the instruction, they will come out. And they won't start from the big things. They will start from the small things. Arrange your room. Pick this yeah. thing up. Don't shout at your mom. Don't do this. No, reduce yeah. your voice. Don't talk that way to that person. Apologize to this person. Pray for this person. It comes with that first. Before, and is this, I, I read a story from Kenneth again. He, I think at, at a meeting or at, at some point in time, God had instructed him to give out some amount of money to some people and all that. And then at another time, probably like years later, he healed a woman. I think all he asked her to do was to stand up. He heard the Spirit of God tell him to tell the woman to get up from her seat. And he knew it was the Holy Spirit. And when she got up, she was healed. And the Spirit of God told her that the only reason why you were able to carry this out was because all those times that I told you to just drop that money, drop the offering, give out more mm. than your tithe, and you will be. Mm. Once you obey, it gives leeway for that spirit to to. It gives leeway for you to be able to listen or to be able to recognize the voice again once it starts speaking to you the second time. Yeah. So if if anybody is yeah. here like me 
that at a point in your walk with God, you had you had been listening or hearing from God, and at a point you lost you lost that not because it's not there, but because you were you were clogged with different things of life, different challenges or different distractions. You can begin now again to start. To start reading the word, to start praying, so you can hear from God. It's not too late to pick up yourself from where you are and begin and begin to follow in the way of God. God is God is saying, "I'm with you, regardless of your regardless of your genuine excuses." To saying, "I'm I come from a Muslim background. My parents don't allow me go to church, or I'm I'm too I'm too this I'm too young. No, no, no. I'm too I'm too." I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm not intelligent, I'm not clinical, clinical. God is saying, I factored all that in when I made all those promises to you. He's saying, regardless of that, drop it. Just drop it and trust me and follow through. I will bring people that will help you. There are errands around you that will help you. There are Barnabases, there are Pauls that I will raise just to make sure that the word that I've said do not come back to me void. So I I just really hope that this blessed you. Ezekiah, I know that you'd have things to say. Glory to God. Glory to God. Um you know, for for people that um you know, I, I think today's message is really been about hearing God and following God's yeah. instruction and all that. And um <clears throat> someone is saying, How can I know God's voice? I've never heard God's voice. The truth is starts from just like you said, you know, um start from the small things, start from the Bible says, love your neighbor. I mean, the word of God is one of the ways God speaks to us. I mean, but the word yeah, of God is yeah. God's voice to us. So start from there. The Bible says, um, love your neighbor as yourself. Start from there. The Bible says this. Do that. The Bible says this. And then you begin to hear. One thing I learned, I've learned about God is that um, when you obey the small ones, then he, he can trust you exactly. enough to tell you the yeah. big ones. It's that simple. From the little instructions that God gives you, and you flow from there. Then another thing is, um, for those who want to hear God from the place of prayer, um, and I said for those because for some for some people it works differently. For for me, um, I, I I don't look towards hearing God the moment I prayed. Um, <clears throat> here sometimes, many times, it speaks to me that way. So many times also it speaks to me after I have prayed, like. I've prayed, I've left the place of prayer, I've gone to do other things and then it begins to speak. Mm. Yeah? But for some for some people who are just growing and all that, or for some of us, one of the other things that I learned and I learned, I think I learned this from Pastor Chris many years ago, is when you want to pray when you pray and you're expecting God to speak to you, show the expectation. Have a book and a pen. That is that is a sign of expectation. That is telling God that God, I'm expecting that you talk and so I have a book and a pen to show that I'm expecting and God sees us and says, "Okay, um, let me talk to you." Since you're expecting that, I will talk. And that that that, that has always worked um, for me. Yeah, I sorry. Can I, can I because I'm right. I'm, God, sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry for cutting you because I don't want to forget. Yeah. It's also that God will not speak outside of the scriptures. So while you are while you while you are with your book and pen mm-hmm. and you prayed, also pick your Bible and read because that is where. Because for every instruction God has given you, especially for big matters and for other things, He'll give you a scripture to tell you that this is how I want you to do it. Because anything you want to do, anything God has told you to do, and there is no scripture to back it up, it will, it will, it will still make your way not to be smooth like that. I don't know how to explain. Because even the Bible says that we have a, a, a more sure word of prophecy. And this was coming from, from Paul. 
yo sorry peter and he was telling he was speaking of the fact that they were at the transfiguration at the mount i forgotten where that mountain was sir, that jesus was there with um elijah and um and moses peter with his two eyes saw all that yeah. happened and and after he narrated that experience he said but yeah. we have a more sure word of prophecy he was he was speaking you were speaking of the Bible. Mm. Well, and what I'm trying to say is that no matter what you've heard, mm. no matter what somebody has come to advise you, and there is nothing in the scripture to back it up, my brother, my sister. Exactly. This, this, exactly. Mm. exactly. And and that that that, that that's where um Jethro's um, yes, um word you no know, Yeah. After Jethro advised Moses, the next mm-hmm. thing is if the Lord so commands you. And I think what that means is yeah. if it is in line with um, the word subject of God for you. Sub- you know, and, and of course, Moses, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it is subjective to, um, subjected to the word of God, it, it has to go through that test, that, that word of God test, mm-hmm. you know, at all points in time. And I, I believe that Moses didn't pray after Jethro advised mm-hmm. him because it was obvious that what God wanted Moses to do was to lead the people and um judge the people and of course that advice was not anything contrary to what god wanted him to do so um point is you, you still have to know god for yourself I, I i love jethro for that because he didn't just say oh uh, i'm your father-in-law and this is what i say and this is what you should do he says if the lord will command you and many times we get advice from people and god is seeming seemingly saying the, the other thing first check it in the word i mean What's the word of God saying about it? Mm. Next, ask God about it. God's word would always stand. Always. It's always God above man. And sometimes, sometimes you know already that this counsel and this advice that you received is the nudging in your heart that this is what God is saying. But maybe you've not heard God clearly, but you already know that from this counsel, I know already, I have a, a slight knowing that this counsel is right with my heart, yeah? You don't need to spend time praying, waiting, and looking Have for things, confirmations, and all that <laughs> things. Step out in faith. Like, like step out in faith. God is faithful enough. God is mm. big enough. He's powerful enough to redirect you if you go wrong. You know, and and, and I think that's powerful. Uh, um, we get a whole lot, and it's it's amazing how that all through the book of Exodus that we're supposed to share today, um, what God wanted us to communicate to people was mm. to step out in faith. To, to step in, in trust of what he wants them to do or what he has called them to do and to, yeah. to learn to hear his voice. Uh, because if God is telling you, then, I mean, you need, to put the, you need to put the call on so that you can hear him at all points in time. Because if you hang up the call when he's not done talking, I mean, that's you wouldn't get a full gist, yeah? And God isn't... <laughs> That, that's rude. That's very rude, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, it's not that difficult to hear God. Uh, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, it's two things. It's not that difficult to hear God, and it's not that difficult to serve God. It's not that difficult to obey the call, to answer the call of God. It might look like, oh, you know, you look at some pastors, and you're like, oh, they're, do, they're so high and mighty, and oh, you hear their testimonies and the things they say. I'm telling you, this is Pastor Iskaya talking. It's not like that, and it wasn't like that when we started. Um, and even myself, I'm looking at some people today, and I'm like, ah, hey, are you sure? And, you know, they are also looking at some people like, hey, are you sure? 
and you just see that in this whole process and this whole story, we're all just a journey, yeah? We're all just a work in progress, but you just need to start your own work first. If God has called you, I'm telling you 100% guarantee, I promise you, God has you in mind. Like, like, um, your mother would say, he has phantomed you. Yes, um, what was that word you said? He has, um, all your, uh, all your weaknesses. Factored all your, yeah, all your inadequacies, all your fears, everything. He has factored it all to play. And he knows the people that he's going to bring along your way. Just take the yes out of the way. Settle yes. And then I think other things will follow. Wow. I did not see, I did not wow. see all this going this way. All right. I, you I, say I, any did lap- not see, I, I, I did not see it going this way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, so you have any last words or anything you want to say? say? I, I, just for me, it has worked for me, still working for me, because I'm also a work in progress. I believe that if, if anybody here listening to this, you want to, you want to have a deeper relationship with God. I know you are looking at people that pray six hours, ten hours, and all that, and they are hearing from God left and right and center. They've prayed to me, bye. They have heard three words from God. They have scripture to back it up. They have everything. <laughs> See, first of all, calm down. It's you and God first. It's calm you down. and God first. <laughs> and start. I always say this. I've been saying this for years. Start with 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Maybe every 3, three hours or for 4 hours. Give, your, give yourself watches. You can set alarm. But, but the first thing to do, first, I mean, I believe that mm-hmm. I believe it's a sign of honor. I keep reminding myself on days that I slack because I still do slack. I still slack every day before yesterday or so. The first thing to do when you wake up in the morning is a sign of honor. It's a sign of respect. It's a sign of it's a sign of appreciation. Take, do not touch your phone. Do not touch any other thing mm. except your Bibles on your phone, like me. Or the first thing to do is to worship God, and this and all this and all this ten minutes and all that is a sign of. In fact, that is the real worship, not the song, not the song we are singing. That is the real worship yeah. for you to for and it's a sacrifice, meaning that it does not come easy. So you 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 you. Yeah. Help yourself to take ten minutes, twenty minutes. Anyone you know that is the main thing is to be consistent. Read your Bible. If you know, okay, I want to take ten minutes to read my Bible, ten minutes to pray in tongues, five minutes to worship. I, I was reading a devotional on on your version. It calls it the, the three thirsty. Me, I call my own <laughs> the four the, the four fires. Mm-hmm. Mean, meaning that ten minutes, ten <laughs> minutes of of um, speaking in tongues, ten minutes of of reading the Bible, ten minutes of confession, and ten minutes of worship. That's all. That's all about that. Mm. And funny enough, when you keep doing it that mm. way, you will not know where you spend two hours. You are still there. Just you are still you are still there. Just, yeah. just reveling yeah. in God's glory, reveling in God's, and you are like, hey, me that I started with five minutes per day. You are just there. You are lost. You are slain in God, and you don't want to go and do any other thing again. You want to, in fact, it's God that is like, get up, girl, go and do your work, go and do this, go and do that. But because you, and that's how you, that, that's how you learn to to cultivate and to and to and to host God. 
when we mean host God, we don't say God is not in you already. But we're talking about the manifest presence of God, the fact that you enter a place. They don't they don't like your face, but they cannot resist what you carry because you are not ordinary. So yeah. that's that's and it, it does mm-hmm. not start from four hours ten up. Just start with that ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes. Um, um, tell me ten minutes of of praying in tongues, ten minutes of reading the word, ten minutes of confession, ten minutes of worship. That's for me. Anyhow you want to do your own. Just make sure that you are you, you are consistent with whatever method has chosen for you. But one thing that should not lack is that what I do for myself is you're the first thing I li- I, I you're the first person I listen to before um when I wake up. You're the last person I speak to before I sleep at night. And I even notice that any time I say I want to speak to God last at night, I'll be pressing my phone, no pressing my phone, pressing my phone. I'll be like, I want to speak to God last at night. I will not sleep. But mm-hmm. what I do is I first take my Bible, do my four fire, then when I'm done, I now press my phone. I now stop to God and I'm okay. <laughs> so that's just home. Just speaking of consistency and just fellowship with God. It's not rocket science. It's not any other thing. It's just consistency with God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Strong. You're strong. Um, consistency, like you said, that's that's where spiritual growth comes from. It's not about it's not about doing a lot of things. It's just about consistency with the little thing. If you're doing ten minutes every day, I'm telling you, as you as you are more powerful than very, a person very, that does six very, hours very once powerful. a month. That's that. Truth. That's the simple truth. Um, it's consistency. Yeah. Um, and one of the one of the ways for prayer and for all these things that Yomifa has mentioned is for you to set an alarm. That's why you have a phone. That's the advantage of yeah. technology for you. Set an alarm. Set, set plenty of alarm on your alarm. phone. Let them be. Dis- and you know, mm-hmm. as far as it's helping you get consistent, as far as it's helping you get consistent, and have it at fixed times. You know, not. I I think I enjoy when it's at fixed time. Not yeah. today, two yeah. o'clock. Tomorrow, ten o'clock. Next tomorrow, just have it. At, you know that this time I, I pray, this time I worship, this time I everything fixed time. The fourth, yeah, if possible, at at a fixed place as much as possible. You know, all these things help you. And if you sleep off, you have to sleep off. Please change Get your, your prayer Get position your or your whatever position. Help yourself. Just help yourself. So, um, for the final words, uh, I'm, I'm really going to talk to you. Yomifa has talked about hearing God and, you know, um, going and all that. I'm, I'm really going to talk about, talk to people that God has called, God has called you and, um, and you have a lot of doubts and fears and, um, you, you, you do not see yourself qualified. In fact, you are actually not qualified because you have things that you're still dealing with. You, you want to enjoy the world and still enjoy God and, and a whole lot of all those things. And my, my, my sincere truth to you is just like Yemufe said, start. Start. Just start. Just take that first step and you'll be amazed a few years to come how God has taken you through. And you'll be shocked. You'll be telling your story and you'll be glad that you started. Yeah? And you to God. You to God. Um, if you're, if you're struggling with things, just you to him. Let him help you. Don't try to help yourself. Let him help you. And always remember that um, anything that is in the secret is, is, is a strong weapon. So sometimes you might need to open up about your weaknesses and 
inadequacy, you talk to somebody about it and you know God will help you through. Yeah? Alright, so what a blessed blissful blissful session it has been and I'm super sure that a lot of people will be blessed. If you want to share your testimony with us, you want to share how today's podcast has blessed you, you can do up a voice message um through the anchor app. You you would see the sign there. Um you see a message and then a voice um um sign there if you don't see that you can send a whatsapp message if you know me personally you can send a whatsapp message to me personally if you don't you can send a message to our mail um, just send a message to my church at gmail.com yeah I think that's the mail yeah my church at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at ltwfamily at ltwfamily just send us a DM I really want to hear your testimony. I really want to hear how this thing, how this um, live podcast today blessed you so much. So God bless you, you so you much. Let me say thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to have another session with you again. Thank you. Thank you so much. You uh, have no. a great time. I wanted to ask I you to mean, sing again, but I was like, I'm going to ask you for you personally. <laughs> your, your DM. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Uh, yeah, you too. I do.